You are listening to Smaller on the Outside, the first, best, and only Doctor Who podcast that you just can't miss. Make sure to subscribe to our channel and visit our webpage at sotopodcast.wordpress.com. It's called the TARDIS. It can travel anywhere in time and space. And it's mine. It is. Go on, say. Most people do. <laughs> Smaller on the outside. Hey, what's up? And welcome back to Smaller on the Outside, or as I would like to call it, Sotocast. My name is Dave, and I am the Time Lord this evening, and with me as always is... Andy, who is the companion, and today was the seventh episode of Doctor Who. But before we get into that, let's talk a little bit about some announcements. You know, the last episode of Doctor Who, of course, was called uh, The Caretaker, and in that podcast, we briefly spoke about just the term of caretaker and what that means kind of in the u.s versus the uk yeah and how it was a little weird because he's like a janitor at a school well we actually had a comment on our podcast last week from a mark harris he what he was basically saying that yes a school caretaker is a man or woman who is in charge of the cleaning, upkeep, and grounds of a school. They're basically saying that Doctor Who did it right and U.S. is doing it wrong. (laughs) What? No. (laughs) He said other things that the coat that he was wearing they haven't worn since the 70s and stuff like that. See, I I think that's probably part of the joke. Like, the whole idea was that it was kind of a stupid, like, disguise or whatever in the first place, so... Right. I think that just kind of adds to it. Yeah. So thank you, Mark, for that very awesome comment. Make sure to keep listening to us. It's cool to know that our podcast is actually reaching the UK. I have It's Doctor Who. There's probably more UK listeners than US listeners. So also, if you don't know, a brand new show has started uh, starring David Tennant called Grace Point. Um... It's based on a UK show that he did called Broadchurch. Um, it's a 10-episode series uh, revolving around the death of a, of a child, and he's sort of the investigator of the show. He speaks with an American accent, and that's a little weird, but it seems like an interesting show, so, so if, you want, if you want more David Tennant, you can check that out. So wait, so wait, so wait. It's based on a UK show? <laughs> Yeah, and he is not using a British accent. No, and the thing is, you know, he was in the UK show. Was he playing the same and character? I, I I'm thinking he probably did, but I don't know for sure. Um, it's not the same name of the character, but it's probably the same part in the show. I don't know. I haven't seen that show. I was thinking about watching the original, but I knew that would probably spoil me for this, so I, I decided against it. I'll, say I'll, probably this. Go, I'll probably go back and watch it after I watch. I'll uh, say this: Grace out Point. of all the many TV shows that have started this 
fall already and uh, are still planning to come out. This was one of the few that I decided not to watch. It didn't look interesting to me at all. Well, I mean, it's it's interesting. Um, it's got good acting and good drama. Um, and obviously, David Tennant. I just wanted to watch it mostly because David Tennant was in it. And, you know, I think it's all right. It's not as good as some of the other shows that are coming out. But I'll, it's I'll something this, I want to check of- out. Out of all of them, my, my favorite, or at least probably my favorite, is How to Get Away with Murder. I haven't checked it out. I I, I watched the trailer for it in the uh, in the spring, and I didn't. It didn't seem interesting. The trailer does not do it justice at all. I'll say that right now. You have to watch it. Well, I don't know. I've already got a lot of shows on my plate. It's so. one of those shows that <laughs> I think I counted over eighty shows on my list. <laughs> it, it has one. It's one of those shows that's kind of kind of like Lost. It actually has flash forwards. Um, yeah. And it's telling you this is what's going to happen, and then it isn't goes all like, the uh, way to the past, like a uh, couple weeks. Um, that that one show that that you just watched recently, um, True Detective. Uh. Oh, that show sucked. Well, a lot of people like it, but I didn't. <laughs> but didn't that have like flash forwards to what was going to happen? And stuff? Way like thirty years, I think, in the future. Uh, this is this is more like two and a half weeks. It's it's till the end of the season, I'm guessing. So it, it's uh, uh, it's very interesting. It's all connected, and the writing is so well done. It is really cool. It's very smart. So hmm. watch that. It's cool. But other than that, let's talk about the episode. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so this was the seventh episode of Doctor Who. Um, it is called Kill the Moon. Um, and it is about the moon. Hello, Earth. We have a terrible decision to make. An innocent life versus the future of all mankind. Whatever future humanity might have depends upon the choice that is made right here right now. Decision made. Um, so the episode starts off, we're at, in the future, 2049, um, and Claire's freaking out. She's talking to the camera, or, and she's saying the person who normally would help... She's talking to Earth. Yeah, she's, well, we don't know that, do we, in the very beginning? Well, you can kind of figure she's probably it's, it's sending like a message out. It's, it's like she's uh, she's like talking almost like a journal style. Mm. But she's basically saying we're about to die and the person who normally helps is no longer with us. <laughs> so he's basically dead. No, I don't, I, I, it sounded to me like he just left. Oh. That's what I thought. To me, it just sounded to me like he died. but And then, and then he went to paradise, right? Yeah. Hey. hey. No. Apparently not. Not in this episode. No. Um, no, she's basically saying he's not there. We're all going to die. Oh, no, oh, no. And then it goes to the beginning credits before it zooms One thing I thought was interesting is she said that we have 45 minutes left. Uh, <laughs> did you I think the whole episode that, was going to be from there on? Yeah, I, I was thinking it was going to be a real-time episode. Because they have done that once before. In, uh, I think there was an episode called... 44 or something something like that where it was the number of minutes in the episode. 
or mo- for the most of the episode, it was real time or something. Yep. So this episode's uh, written by a Peter Harness. So not Stephen Moffat. Not Stephen Moffat this time. New. No. Okay. Um, I don't know who that Peter Harness is though. I don't know. Um. Anyways, so it zooms back into the past. Uh, and they're back at Clara's work, her, her school, and basically she's complaining to the doctor that one of her students is a troublemaker and talking about the TARDIS and stuff like that. It was the student from the last episode, which we basically said was a stupid subplot was about this random school student that no one cares about. I still think it is. <laughs> you still think it is. and Well, I don't think she's going to be important to the season. She... I think she... I don't know. This was the second in a row she's been on the TARDIS. It's seeming a little bit more like a second companion. I don't think that's the case. Because that's what it seemed like in this episode specifically. And I was yeah, like, I, think just, I don't. I think it's just a one episode thing, and she just was sort of introduced at the end of the last episode, sort of leading into that. That's I what don't I know. think. I think there's a little bit more uh, specifically what we should be looking out for in terms of her storyline. Because we've seen this kind of thing happen before as far as introducing companions. And and having a uh, kid Not companion. really. I mean, they had the kids come on the TARDIS last season, too. Have there ever been an actual kid companion? It depends on what you mean by a kid. There have been some young companions, but I don't know if I'd say they were kids. Technically, this is supposed to be a schoolgirl, a school child. Um... Yeah, high school age is pretty much, you know, around the time. I'm not entirely sure if this is high school. Is it a high school? I think so. I don't know. But we're old now, so they look young to us. I'm not that old. (laughs) 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 Anyways, um, so she's complaining about the girl. She's on the TARDIS. She's throwing up, apparently. Whatever. And but she's still on the TARDIS because she's hanging out, just having fun, and she's ready to go on the next mission, and which is. Uh, important because she wants to feel special. <laughs> yes, the uh, I think her name is what it was Courtney. Uh, yes. Yeah, the the young girl name is Courtney, and she wants to feel special. So to make her feel special, the doctor promised her to be the first girl who steps foot onto the moon. Which apparently there's some bad things happening on the moon where they go, because. Doctor Who. And they land inside a shuttle. And the first thing that they kind of realize is that the moon has gravity. Well, which, the moon always has gravity, but well, it has more like Earth has gravity. More gravity. Like Earth yeah, gravity. It has, like they it's not it's like they just stepped onto a foot onto the uh the set of the fake moon landing video, right? <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. The real set. Um and, and then no wire when they when they stepped out, the girl was like, "That's one big it's, something for something." Or it's something. like it's one big thing for a thing, and one giant thing for a thingy things thing. <laughs> and then the the woman uh, astronauts like so much for history or yeah something. But and then the, there's, the doc- there's or, the use of the word thing again. They've they've been doing that a lot this season. And then the doctor proves that their gravity's all screwed up because of a yo-yo or something. Yeah. Because it should be going up and down, up and down. Instead, it's like walk the dog and it stays down. But yeah, he they all run into a, a group of astronauts who are investigating that there's something wrong with the moon and they don't know exactly 
what. But it's it's causing trouble on the Earth. It's yeah, because you know, lunar problems with the Earth, sea stuff. I don't know. It's that's not really tides. Important. There's tides. tides and you know, it, uh, it kind of affect people sometimes. They uh, go and they find this Mexican space station. That a bunch of Mexicans a few years back they set up a space station on the moon. It's it's completely um, there's nothing there. And there's, well, there's cobwebs, there's, which are not really cobwebs. They're not cobwebs, are they? Dun dun dun. Yeah, uh, they. <laughs> That's are... what I was thinking. I was thinking immediately. These can't be cobwebs, right? Because cob cobwebs. Uh, I I don't think that would work on the moon. You would need something else. Right, and wasn't there a guy like on the wall, <laughs> like he was in a cocoon? Well, I mean, once they got inside, yeah, they, yeah. they saw um, But there, there was cobwebs outside, too, though. They're all wearing these spacesuits, and they walk into this dark place, and I'm waiting for somebody to say, hey, who turned out the lights? Yeah. <laughs> um, but basically, the more they go along, the more it seems creepy. They got some pretty good creepy music going on here. It's like, it's October, it's Halloween, we're about to have a scary episode of 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 course and one of the i think it was the guy one of the guys outside um ran into a critter an alien critter of some sort that lived on the moon but right. it basically kind of looks like a spider like a spider scorpion like mashup um but it's, it's spider aliens yeah it's it's pretty big too it's and when it basically, it's kind of like a... It's a thing. It's a thing. Like, he actually, yeah, the doctor says a thing in the episode this time. Does he? Well. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's kind of like Jurassic Park where it senses movement. Not so much sound, but movement. I thought it was light. No, it was movement. He's like, very carefully move and stuff like that. And then that one guy walks oh, that's, into that's the room. That's true. I forgot about that. Yeah, and the guy walks into the room, and the spider monkey just attacks him, and they kind of run for it. But Courtney is left in the room, and she starts flying away. I can't remember why this happens. He explains it, but it's very confusing to me. It's a jam. You flew because that 1.3 billion tons shifted. It moved. It's an unstable mass. That's when uh, she kills it. She actually kills it with a thing of, like, spray. A, a thing of, it, like... It's not a bug spray. It's a... Uh, glass cleaner It, it kills 99% of germs, basically. Yeah, and they find out that that thing is bacteria. It's just... It is bacteria. Yeah. It's just huge bacteria. Yeah. Because it's living on something huge. Yes, it's living on something huge, and wherever there's bacteria usually means that something is living. Hint, hint. Um, the doctor goes and he, like, investigates a little bit more, finds out something about the moon and the craters it has. I can't... They're, they're getting bigger. They're getting bigger. It's... I don't know. It... Oh. Lines of tectonic stress. It's the Mari for Contatatus. It's been there since the Apollo days. It's always been there. No, no, no. These are much, much bigger. Sea of tranquility. Sea of nectar. Sea of ingenuity. Sea of crises. Meaning? Meaning, Clara, that the moon, this little planetoid that's been tagging along beside you for a hundred million years, that gives you light at night and seas to sail on, 
It's the process of falling to bits. But this is when they go and they do like an x-ray of the planet or something like that. And they find out that instead of an actual moon, this thing, this thing we thought was a moon the whole time is actually an egg. <laughs> it's an egg with a living like, I don't know, I think it's a dragon. I don't know. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. But you got to think about how big that really is. Yeah. And that's a baby. <laughs> so it's yeah. going to grow. <laughs> but the likelihood is we're probably never going to see it again. <laughs> um, even though it's humongous, we're probably never going to see it again. And so the woman astronaut who's uh, doing this whole adventure with them says, so how do we kill it? And so it becomes this big debate of how to kill it, should you kill it, because it is a living thing. And by, by the way, the diameter of the moon is two, oh, just about over 2,000 miles across. Well, that's exciting. So, the, so this, this baby mo- monster thing is 2,000 miles long. Well, it's more than that. It's probably, uh, it, it would probably be since it stretches out when it, you know, it's like yeah. curled up in a ball, and it would be stretched out. So it would be like two, maybe even three times longer than that. Okay. So there's that as well. Anyways, the uh, yeah, the astronaut wants to kill it because it even impo- imposes a even bigger threat to Earth because that's what you that's what you do with aliens, right? What's that? That's what, that, that's what she says. That's what you do with aliens, right? Earlier in the episode when she they were talking about killing it, and they're like, "Well, that's what you do with aliens, right?" Yeah. Which I thought I was like, the doctor's an alien. He's he's standing right there. <laughs> It sparks a big debate, and it's kind of going like that for a good long while, basically. Are we going to kill it? Are we not? Are we going to use your nuclear missiles to blast it apart, kill the baby dragon thingamajig? Are we going to let it hatch and see what happens? Blah, blah, blah. And then they're just fighting. They're just fighting. And the doctor's like, I'm not having any <laughs> any bit of this. And he just hops onto his horse <laughs> and, and uh, this is a... He says this is for the humans to decide. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to zap away. And she's like, what? And he's like, this is your moon? It says, I don't care. You know, this is your problem. And he leaves. So no, another uh, clear, this this episode really focused on how the doctor seems to have lost his ability to connect with humanity. Yeah, he's, and he's inhumane a lot of the time, yeah. He, he's just, he he's not, he doesn't have that same sense of where he feels like he's part of humanity himself. The all, other doctors have all kind of felt that way. Like this that, doesn't. We're always um, focused on things like uh, this is what makes you human after all. Um, we've seen that in a million different things, and that was prominent in Doctor Who, but now we can definitely see that he is an alien after all. Yeah. So that's interesting. So I'm guessing his, like, the doctor's story himself, the actual, this number of doctor, whatever it is, um, his main story is pretty much going from alien to human, I'm going to guess, throughout the years. Yeah. But that's just a guess. Um, I think it's going to happen before the end of the season because I think that's what this season's about. Oh, this season's got a lot of different stories. The soul. I think that's. I think that's a big part of the whole soldier thing. I think that's why that story is being brought up. Yeah. Because that's what uh, Danny said is that one day he had a really bad day, and then that's you know kind of how he 
became wise and and like a good person because he you know he noticed something was wrong with what was happening and he changed himself basically and that's what i think is going to happen with the doctor yeah it yeah. could i it could but there's was, a lot of other things doctor. going on this was this was the doctor's really bad day basically he's got a lot of them i'm going a little <laughs> forward in the episode sorry about that yeah. <laughs> anyways uh <laughs> yeah um so what they basically have to do since they're still debating on what to do Clara just talks to the Earth, and here we are at the beginning of the episode once again. She's telling the Earth to make a decision. Basically, if they want to kill this thing and blow it up to smithereens, them taking these people along uh, as well, um, if they want them to do that, they'd have to turn off the lights. Everybody on Earth. Everybody on Earth. So, now here's the thing. Since when, okay, whenever you see a vote, when is it ever 100 Unanimous? Yes or no. Yeah, especially when it's like a large population like the Earth. Almost always votes are around 50%. Yeah, that's what I was actually thinking in the episode because what she says is if you don't want us to kill it, you want to leave your lights on. And what ends up happening is after a few seconds, the entire world shuts off their lights. And it doesn't well, make any... Well, a few seconds, it was 45 minutes. Was it? Yeah, because, I mean, it kind of sped through it, sped it and through it kind of showed what happened But that's what just the time. thing. It doesn't make any sense why, first of all, is everybody listening to her in the first place? Yeah. Uh, uh, everybody's li- first of all, everybody's listening. Second of all, what about the part of the Earth that you can't see from the moon or the part of the Earth that's covered by sunlight? Yeah. But even so, even so, let's just imagine everybody definitely is listening to Claire having her explanation we'll just guess that that's what's going on um there would still be like half the lights on because some people would just be like so shocked to hear about this news that there's an alien in the moon (laughs) and they'd be at least i don't know they wouldn't be able to make up their mind and they'd just leave their lights on that's what would happen but whatever it's a tv show everybody turns off their lights (laughs) Maybe the moon's gravity that because it's gotten so much bigger is affecting the judgment of people on Earth. Yeah, there you go. everybody's there's, there, there's your answer. Everybody's loony. Ha <laughs> ha. <laughs> um, so they're gonna blow up the moon and kill off this dragon thingamajig, and Clara has a punch of conscience, or does she? And she aborts the explosion. The doctor shows up. And he says he wants to show everybody what actually happened. So they go out to this beach that looks like that one beach where... Bad Wolf Bay? Yeah, where they see no, it's the not, doctor... It's not, but yeah, I get it. It looks like, yeah, it looks like the same one where they watch the doctor die. That could be... No, that was in Utah. It wasn't there. It wasn't that. supposed to be in U- uh, Utah in this episode, but it looked exactly like the same set. I don't think so. Anyways, we watched the moon uh, blow up. And they watch this thing f- kind of fly around. And it's kind of funny. Even if you have massive wings, how do you fly in space? <laughs> yeah, you got to have a propulsion system of some kind. They must have a propulsion system of some kind. And there is... It, you know, it just farts and then it flies it off. It just farts and flies, yeah. <laughs> um, and then what it does next is it lays an egg immediately after birth. Exactly. Because... And it's quite a large egg for... Yes, it it poops out another moon, but I don't know how many babies come out laying eggs. 
I was going to say there had to be a moon when when it left. I was thinking if this thing hatches or if they blow it up, whatever is going to happen, there's going to have to be a moon because the doctor has visited the future and in the future there is a um there is a scientific base on the moon itself and they kind of like um do weather forecasting and stuff stuff like that from the moon. Yeah. And and the other stuff too, probably mining and whatever. But that was in the future. I think that was probably like 2100. So there has to be a moon in the future. So whatever happened, there was going to be one at the end of the episode. I knew that was going to happen. Yeah, whatever happened, happened. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, yeah, I, I figured that would happen. Um, but that's fine. I just don't normally see things that just hatch lay eggs unless maybe it's like larv- <laughs> well, it, larva it ha- or it something can, it can it can happen it's probably not very common but it can happen i guess maybe because it's so massive and like six thousand yeah. miles huge um uh so at this point clara's pretty uh she's pretty mad um yeah. and she's basically saying for the most part in this scene that he's manipulative for or something yeah. Um. That she didn't have really much of. She almost didn't save it. Yeah. She she didn't exactly have conscious. That's not what made her stop it. It was more along the lines of him getting in her head. Um. And she didn't like that. Thought it was very intrusive and not what she expects from the doctor at all. And this is a very emotional scene from her. Um, and she want she wanted his help there, but he wasn't like do your job and help us. Like you've yeah. always done, help us. And he's yeah. like, I did. And she's like, No, you didn't. But she's basically like, Go away and don't ever come back. And she leaves. She breaks up with him. She breaks <laughs> up with the doctor. Poor guy. And then she, I was totally expecting the next scene, given our last episode with Mr. Pink. Um, if he ever crosses a line, you need to tell me. Apparently, yeah, I, that I, was. I didn't even think about that, but I, I was. Knew when he... I knew when he said that line in the last episode that that was going to happen. I didn't think it was going to happen no, right away. Yeah, I, thought well, maybe I didn't it was think gonna it was going like, to be the next episode. <laughs> I, I was thinking it was going to be like the uh, second to last episode or something like that. Yeah, you know? second to last, <laughs> maybe even last, last. But yeah, nope. the very next episode, which <laughs> I did not expect at all. I think that's a little rushing. Which I'm inter- I'm, I think that's interesting, though, because that, that was something that was set up by the Danny pink story and i've been assuming that that danny's story is essentially something that stephen moffat has been writing that's why there has been so many stephen moffat episodes but this one wasn't a stephen moffat so it wasn't really a danny pink episode though but his storyline was still in there it doesn't mean that nobody else knows the storyline right right i know but if this was something that stephen moffat had been planning this whole season i would think that he would want a hand in that but i don't know but basically, she's she's complaining to him, and his reaction to this whole thing is a lot different than I thought it would be. It is so laid back, and he's all relaxed. He's like, yeah, I went through this in war. It's cool. <laughs> well, I think he's being – he's trying to not rile her up. He's trying to calm her down. Yeah, and – I just expected him to get really angry and try to find the doctor and like talk oh, he some may sense still do that or beat him up or something. He, he may still he may still get angry at the doctor, but maybe he doesn't want to show that side of him to Clara or but something. 
that. He basically, the basic idea was that if Clara is angry at the doctor, she's not done with him. She still needs to finish that chapter or, or speak to him about it at, when she's ready. And that's basically when she lo- goes out and looks at the window and sees the moon and boom, end of episode. Did you notice that in the episode they mentioned something about killing Hitler? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a reference to that. He said that they were, uh, I don't know, were they in the 30s or something? And he said, we could have just gone out and killed Hitler, but no, I don't do that. You know, I don't I don't mess with human history, and the future is just as important as history or something like that. Right. But, but, he, was, but he mentioned that they don't just kill Hitler, and that was like, let's kill Hitler. Let's kill Hitler, of course, was an episode of yes. Doctor Who. And uh, I, he said a lot of things there. Did, also, did he make there was any a other reference mentions? to Blink. He made a, a reference to Blink. Yeah, he said um, when when Courtney was in the TARDIS, he said to go grab a DVD off the shelf and put it into the TARDIS. And then he said, make sure you hold on to the uh, console itself, or it'll leave you behind. Remember in Blink, they put the DVD in the in the TARDIS, and then the TARDIS flew away and left them behind. Oh yeah. Yeah. So as you say, if, so if it, it left her those... behind, it would put her into the time around uh, when uh, the statues were the main thing. Yeah, sort of, and and like so, one of that that DVD that she put into the TARDIS must have been one of those. Don't blink, blink, or you're or you're dead. You know. <laughs> it would be uh, yeah. So did she watch it though? It'd be uh, <laughs> it'd be the tenth Doctor. <laughs> yeah. Um. No, I don't know. But, so, what's going to be going on? What happened? Why is there no heaven in this episode? I almost, I almost expected... There's no heaven. See, the thing about this season, there's either it's going to be... Every episode has had something to do with the overall story, I think. Either it's about the whole heaven thing, uh, dying, or or uh, the, the paradise, or whatever it's called. Or it's about Danny's um, military and soldier type stuff, and I think that's what what was referenced in this episode. Yeah. So every every episode I think has had something. I don't know. Um, I I almost expected them to blow up the moon, kill the creature, and it end up in the paradise. <laughs> <laughs> in what? In a million pieces? All right. Well, no, <laughs> they kill off a bunch of people. They show up in one piece. Yeah. In paradise, so it'd be funny, uh, but no, guess not. Uh, it's uh, so there's none of that. There's more of Mr. Pink's story, but only by slight. There's also the possibility that this Courtney character could have a more important role in the season. I don't think so. I think this is just. This was her episode, and I think the last episode was just sort of, like, leading into this. Well, what's the point? What, what's the I think it just sort of enforces the idea that, that Clara is a teacher. And it, it makes things a little bit more personal for Clara because she's, she's supposed to be protecting people, and the doctor's, like, sort of preventing her from protecting her student. So I think I think it's just uh, giving more of a, uh, a, an, a look into Clara's teacher life, sort of. I don't know. I just and and, may, and may, maybe a hint at her future parenting life when she raises Mr. Pink's time traveling son. <laughs> well, I don't think that was his son. That was like his great great grandson. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. But 
it ends up being like that at some point. Yeah. <laughs> generation after generation, whatever, when every single Mr. Pink looks exactly like the last. <laughs> Those are some powerful genes. Um, yeah. But yeah, so there's still quite a few basic questions for the season that are still nothing's being answered. Probably not until the last episode. <laughs> Last two episodes. Last two episodes, and of course the last episode episode is practically a two-parter. It's just a really long I've... one. No, 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 I think it is a two-parter. You think it really is a two-parter, not just a long episode? No, I think there it's a two-parter and the second part's long. That's what I think. So, like, basically a three-parter. No, no, the second one's like 75 minutes. That's not quite two episodes. Oh. But I think the first one's 45 minutes. Usually the uh, the actual Christmas special is pretty long as well. Yeah. Christmas specials are usually 60 minutes, though. Yeah. What, so what did you think of the episode? I thought it was... Okay, I like when they actually venture off into space. I like the space suits. Um, the space suits? <laughs> the uh, yeah. little spider Same monkeys space are... Suits. Same spacesuit they've been wearing since uh, David Tennant. Yeah, the uh, the spider monkey dudes are pretty creepy. At least it had better effects than some of the previous episodes, I think. You mean like the, the robot guy from the school? In the school? Robot guy from school. Even the dinosaur from the first episode wasn't the best. That wasn't too bad, though. Um, I, I, like, I like the episode, but I didn't care um, as much about the story on the moon. I did care about, you know, the decision of whether to blow him up or not, right. but the rest of it was a little it was less okay. important to me. What I think was most important about this episode is it, like the last five minutes of it with the craziness that was happening on the moon and then the whole uh, drama between Doctor Who, the Doctor and Clara and then the, th- the end with uh, Danny and Clara as well. Yeah. There was, I think that's kind of the the biggest important part of this episode. Yeah, the vis the also the visuals. Um, it had a, a lot of uh, well, not a lot, but there was a few good close up shots. Um, kind of reminded me of Alien, honestly, um, with, with the <laughs> yeah. creature, the the teeth of the creature and stuff like that. It was very much Alien ish. Um, yeah. Other than that, I also found this episode to have some really good acting. Um, yeah. Especially for that Claire, uh, Clara scene at the end. Yeah, yeah. She made a lot of good points. I think it was a little rushed, and it, yeah. it kind of like forced because they needed that storyline in there. But uh, it it was it was still okay. It still uh, fit in there pretty well, and it'll probably pave way for some interesting storytelling in future episodes. Yeah. So that was the seventh episode. There are five episodes left. <laughs> five episodes left, with and two of them probably being the finale. Two of them probably being the finale, and then, of course, after that would be the winter Christmas special thing. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's about it. We've also been trying to discuss uh, possible other shows to talk about on the podcast. Uh, we have? We have, <laughs> yes. There's a few. I don't, I don't recall this discussion. There's a few options that we're still <laughs> thinking about. Usually, at this point in the podcast, we have like options, but we haven't decided on anything. So, 
Stay tuned. I don't really know what's I don't know really know what's coming up soon. So. Well, I do. I know stuff that's uh, not starting until 2015 and early 2015 as well. So. Uh, well, as, we, we can get into that later. As yeah, as it draws nearer, we can kind of mark uh, figure that out, and uh, we'll let you know. Um, other than that, that's it. Um, make sure to keep on giving us comments because we love reading your stuff. We like responding to you um, because that's just who we are. Um, give us yeah. So give us a comment, whatever way you want to on our WordPress, Podomatic, Stitcher, Facebook, Twitter, Reddit. Uh, I don't care. Just put it somewhere. I will find it and I will respond to it. All um, right. And uh, make sure you follow us on all that stuff. And we'll catch you next week. My name is Dave. I was the Time Lord this evening. And with me is... Andy. Who is the companion? All right, guys. This was Smaller on the Outside. Good night and have a pleasant tomorrow. (laughs) Okay. Peace out. Peace out. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Smaller on the Outside. Make sure to subscribe to our channel and visit our webpage at sotopodcast.wordpress.com.